ultimately what will happen is there'll be signaling saying, hey, if all these Blueberry customers are using this, this there's enough adoption here that I'm going to add this to my app. An app like Overcast and Pocket Cast that are not yet participating will be motivated to add these features along with the other apps that are already over at podcastapps.com. So your participation helps feed the system to be able to be in this participation loop. And the value for value thing that we've talked about so much already, this is basically a free feature for you to add. It doesn't cost you nothing with the potential of earning real money. You're listening to Podcast Insider, a weekly podcast bringing insights, advice, and insider tips and tricks to help you start, grow, and thrive through podcasting with the support of your team here at Blueberry Podcasting. Welcome. Let's dive in. I'm Todd Cochran, CEO and founder of Blueberry Podcasting. And I'm Mike Dell, VP of Customer Relations here at Blueberry. For those of you interested in a deep dive on the behind the scenes of Podcasting 2.0 features, well, you're in for a treat as we explain how we've implemented some of the new items for Blueberry Podcasters. And we promise not to make your eyes roll in the back of your head. Yeah, let's try not to make this too geeky, but uh, we have rolled out some new podcasting 2.0 features and improved some of them. And we're going to go th- over some of the new stuff we've added to Blueberry Publisher, PowerPress, and Podcast Mirror. Yeah. So the first one, though, did not make it into Podcast Mirror. Value time split. <laughs> Value time split. Let's first of all <laughs> talk about overall what you need to do to get ready to use value time split. Number one, you have to implement value for value on your own. You have to be able to have implemented a, a get Albi account or have your own lightning address. You basically have to kind of have that in place first. You got to get the value for value. This is piece. kind of an add on for value for value. Yeah, it's a value. So the way to think about a value time split it's originally been designed more for music, but I'm going to use a, a different analogy, I guess. Let's say that you have a segment in your podcast that was created by a third party, and you're going to play a three-minute clip of that third party's content. And maybe it's content that you basically are doing fair use for, but you want to give credit and value back to the person that created that clip for you. You have the ability now is to switch out the value for value recipient to the individual that created the clip if they have a lightning account or a value for value account with GetAlby or whoever it may be. A lot of the creators now, and this is really what really pushed this initially was folks that were doing music shows that were playing pod safe music that they were authorized to be able to play in a in basically they weren't violating copyright so they would basically play on a track off an album and, the, and during the track play what would happen is they would put in a value time split for any any value any donation any boost streams any or streams yeah. stream satoshis anything would go to that person directly with a different split and often they would set up let's say mike and i are doing a show and our split for our show just the show that we're doing right now let's say that's 50 50 and then at the segment where we switch in and do a episode a music track 
we would go down, Mike and I would go down to 10% and we would be able to say, okay, let's give the music track 90% of the donations during the three minutes that the music track's playing. Mike and I will still split the 10% 50-50, but the artist or the creator or the person that you're giving the value time split to, you set the value. Maybe that's 90%, maybe that's 70%, whatever you set as a value. So I think what it really does is it allows someone to give value back for content that they use in their show. And this is truly remarkable. For the first time, what we have found is that artists are making more money from being set in a time split, a value time split than they are that they will ever get in a year from money from Spotify. Yeah, that's it's been successful for several artists over on Wave Lake, and I, I forget what the other one is. There's a couple of them, but a lot of artists have their own podcast, and they put their albums up as podcasts, right? Either behind a paywall or just not put out there, or free to use. It could be an audio book. It could be a documentary. There's all kinds of things that could be are open that you can use that you can give value back. So this to me is very, very exciting for, and again, it's definitely an advanced feature. Oh yeah. It's, make your eyes water a little. Uh, Just first. a little, but all you really have to do within the system is you have to set the start time. You tell us how many seconds that the value is going to go to. You put the wallet information in by putting in their get Albi address or you basically we've automated that. And Basically, it happens automatically. And if people are streaming your show on a, on a podcast app from podcastapps.com and they're giving you 100 Satoshis a minute, as soon as that segment starts, those Satoshis will be redirected to the person that you're giving the value time split to. So that's really the, the essence of it. Yeah, another use case, like there's a few shows out there where they may have their normal show and then they'll have a segment that's a uh, interview with somebody. You could split that out for just that segment or with value for value, you could just that a whole episode, whatever you'd like to do. But this kind of gets it a little bit tighter so you can you can break out segments to share value with. So it's 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 pretty slick took me a little while to grok what they were talking about when they first started talking about it. But one of the shows that uses it extensively is Boostagram Ball. So if you're interested in listening to some of the music available out there, that's a really good one to, to listen to. But I think the main thing here is just remember that you can reassign value during a, a segment of your show. And the more adoption we have of Value for Value, the more, the more we'll see basically people being rewarded. And it really is kind of a cool way to give value back for content that someone else has created that you're authorized to, to play. And again, the, the originator of the content does have to have a AKA lightning address or get Albi address ultimately. Next one is kind of fun is pod roll. Mike being around for a while, I remember the blog roll days and for those for those that uh, remember the early web, basically anytime it was basically blog roll was just your recommendations of shows that you love and or basically sites that you loved and followed. And I think in my blog roll, I had eight or nine websites that were my regular 
reads that I recommend in a blog roll. Well, pod roll is essentially the same thing. Yeah. And pod roll is what's neat about it and it is that it shows up in some of these new apps as well. So you don't like on the old blog roll, you had to land on a page that had the blog roll on the sidebar or whatever. And this will show up in the app, the shows that I recommend or whatever, however it's implemented. And that way, if you want to, if you want to throw, throw a show in there that you want to promote, you can do that. One of the cool things I, I heard recently is there's going to be a new ranking service for podcasters that they're going to go scrape all these feeds and look for pod rolls. And if your show shows up in pod rolls 20,000 times, you're going to be higher on the, on the ranking. And they're going to use that as the metric for the ranking. Now, what we've done is we, we've labeled this within the platform that's called shows and content you love because most people don't know what a pod roll is. And within that section we have, it says add to pod roll or add to RSS feed. And some people are like, okay, and well, you've explained, Todd, you've explained the pod roll. And uh, what, what does this add to RSS mean? Well, really what that is, is it's technically a remote item, but I don't want your eyes to roll in the back of your head. So a remote item or an RSS feed is a way to put episodes from other shows in your feed that can be shown on some sort of new podcast app. So again, the pod roll is basically your recommendations where remote item is kind of the same thing, but it, it's, it's different. It's basically you referencing maybe a sermon or maybe you're referencing some content that you've sourced. It's really kind of that type of, but it's at the show level. Yeah. The use case, I, I think, works best to say you're reacting or talking about an episode of somebody else's show. Yeah. On your show. And you might as well throw a link in the uh, RSS feed to that episode. But it is at the channel level. It's not at the episode level. So this would stay in there until you updated your remote item. And you can have more than one remote item. And really, there's no limit. And there's also no limit to the number of podcasts that you recommend. Now, if I was working with a team I think what I would do is if I was part of a network, I think I would say, okay, let's all create a pod role and recommend each other. And what you really do there is a great cross promotional tool and you're going to signal. And of course you want others to cover you in your pod role too. You're going to signal again, these are shows that I love and trust that I recommend. I think that's what really ultimately the pod role feature is going to really, really show. And I, I think, I'm really excited about this particular feature. For sure. And so one of the other things we did is we improved the block tag. We've always had the block tag for Apple because it's in their spec, but you could block Apple from pulling your podcast feed if you wanted to. I don't specifically know why you would want to unless you're quitting podcasting or you just don't like them, <laughs> something like that. But we've improved it by adding all the platforms. So now you can, and I'd say discourage because I don't think Spotify is going to follow that or, or some of them. But we have it listed in there where you can list the, the platforms you don't want your podcast to be on. And I don't know necessarily whether that's a good idea or not, <laughs> but 
it's it's available. It's part of the spec. And like I said, if you just wanted to be on two or three platforms, you block all the rest of them. Or you could block the whole thing. And just remember, too, that block doesn't guarantee someone's going to honor it. You may still have to go out and say, hey, I don't want to be in your, on your platform. Another feature that we've improved upon is called frequency. And basically what you can do now is have more granularity on frequency. You can set really the, the exact days that you publish your show, how often. It really gives a much more deeper look, whether it's daily, weekly, and so forth. And we've updated that so that not only does it support the normal frequency information that Apple's getting, but also the frequency data that's being carried over into the podcasting 2.0 app. So if you're already using frequency, we've just improved it a little bit. Yeah, like on your Geek News Central, you publish usually on, what is it, Mondays and Mondays Thursdays? and Thursdays, yeah. Yeah, so... In, in this, you could do that instead of just saying bi-weekly. Right. So you can put in, it's a weekly show, and I publish on Monday and Thursday. Yep. Uh, and that on certain apps will show up, and and that's that, that just gives n- new listeners or whatever a little bit more information about when they should expect your show. So I think this has been, we continue to add features for podcasting 2.0. And again, I think what we need to remember here is that some of these are set and forgets. You set it one time and you don't have to ever update it again unless your show changes. And setting this, these these features within the dashboard, whether it be in the advanced section of the Blu-ray dashboard or in PowerPress, Really, what it will ultimately do is these features then will be carried over and recognized in podcast apps that have adopted these features. And you, your utilization of these are, is really important to us because what we have done is it's a chicken and egg situation. And essentially, Blueberry and you as the podcaster are the ones that are implementing and the more of you that implement these features on your shows, ultimately what will happen is, is then there'll be signaling saying, hey, if all these Blueberry customers are using this, this there's enough adoption here that I'm going to add this to my app. An app like Overcast and Pocket Cast that are not yet participating will be motivated to add these features along with the other apps that are already over at podcastapps.com. So your participation helps basically feed the system to be able to to be in this participation loop. This And the value for value thing that we've talked about so much already that we didn't cover today too detailed is this is basically a free feature for you to add. It doesn't cost you nothing with the potential of earning real money on a by the minute when people listen to your show on one of these new apps. Yeah, it's a value for value thing is, I think, probably one of the more important features of podcasting 2.0 because, and it also gives your audience a way to give you feedback and like shows that I listen to that are doing this and listening for boostograms and stuff. That is, that is the greatest way for a listener to, to chime in with something while the show's going on, especially if they're gone live. And that, that I'm getting more and more 
interaction, engagement, yeah, engagement with Boostagrams than I ever did by here. Email me or hit me up on Twitter or whatever. Because it's it, it, the thing that those of you that are podcasters need to understand is in the app, they're doing this function from the app. They don't have to load a third party. They don't have to load email. They don't have to send a text. It's just <laughs> boom. They click a button. They send, let's say they send 25 cents worth of donation with a message. The 25 cents is not the important part. It's the message that comes through. It's the feedback you get from that exact point when they're listening to the show where they engage with you. So this is what those of you that are struggling to get feedback from your audience, this is where it's really, really important. This is where it could be life-changing for your podcast and, and give you the motivation as you're building your show to continue. You get that feedback you may have never gotten before. And at the same time, Mike, we added some stuff to Podcast Mirror, right? Oh, yeah. We've added uh, a lot of the podcasting 2.0 features to the Podcast Mirror service. And this allows you to get some channel level features. We really can't go to the episode level. That's a geeky thing. What's nice about this is if you're a hosting company, if you're not hosting with us or using PowerPress and you have those features, with this, say like if you're still over on Anchor or Red Circle or Libsyn or whatever, you can run your feed through Mirror, use that as your podcast feed, and you can put in some of these features. And what's really nice about it is it just seamlessly does it, and you don't have to think about it. You put all these things in, and it's there. And it also allows you to use third-party statistics. Famously, several platforms will not allow you to put in a stats prefix for either Blueberry Stats or, or one of the other ones that uses a prefix. This one, if you do it through Mirror, it'll allow you to add that to your feed. So this is more for non-hosting customers, these kind of features, but it's, it's pretty slick. Just as a reminder, if you're a Blueberry customer, and you're hosting on Dashboard, you do not need Podcast Mirror unless you want to use that as a backup in case you want to move to a different service. The You get all the features that we offer for both PowerPress and the hosting customers on the Dashboard. Uh, you don't get the limited podcasting 2.0 features that non-hosting customers would use by using Podcast Mirror. But again, it does. if you're a non-hosting customer, it does give you the features to utilize that you would not get with your current hosting provider. So that's the thing to remember. And uh, it is a premium product now at, at $50 a year or $5 a month. And uh, we're really excited that the folks that are have converted over there to, and basically we're going to have this product continue to be updated just as we've done in the last week, we've updated again with, with some new features. But one thing here, not podcasting 2.0 related, but we did release Blueberry Premium Podcasting as an add-on to your hosting plan. And this allows you to charge for extra content, early access or ad-free versions of your show. It's very similar to Apple subscription. In fact, you can do both on Blueberry. You can publish to Blueberry Premium and Apple podcast subscriptions at the same exact time that you hit publish to monetize on Apple and also monetize through our own portal. The add-on is $10 per month, and we do take 15% of the revenue. of the revenue. 
And but we collect all the money. We do all the credit card processing. You don't have to set up Stripe or PayPal or anything like that. We take care of that for you. And then we issue a check once a month based upon your your subscriptions. And again, it's a 15 percent fee is what we basically take for that. And this is something simple to add on. We've had a lot of people request this. So definitely check out the new Blueberry Premium product that we've offered to start earning money from your podcast in a variety of ways. Yeah, what I think is really cool about it is if you are doing Apple Premium and you're doing you're doing this Blueberry Premium or Apple subscriptions and Blueberry Premium, you can also do it as a as a public show. So say your 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 value that you're you're wanting people to pay for is there's no ads. So you put the no ad version on Apple and Premium and you put the public one with the ads in the in the public episode and it can all be done from one place yeah you publish all three at the same time now the exception is if you're a powerpress user you do your public on your within wordpress powerpress and if you're a dashboard user you can do all three on the dashboard itself so even if with powerpress you do the the paid ones on blueberry and you do the you do the the public show on on powerpress but it all works seamlessly Absolutely. All right. Well, I hope this has helped give you a little more information on our podcasting 2.0 advances and things that we're doing to lead the space in this in this regard. And of course, on Blueberry Premium. Mike, anything else? And we're going to have the whole Podcast Insider team next week talk about what Blueberry has done uh, over the last year. So coming to the end of the year here. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Let's meet up next week. And in the meantime, for more information to subscribe, share, or follow, check out the show notes at podcastinsider.com. To check out our latest suite of services and how Blueberry can help you leverage your podcast, visit blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the E's. 